It's Tuesday, August 15, 2017. What I saw is actually extremely very terrible and unimaginable. Hundreds dead in Sierra Leone after massive mudslide caused by torrential rains. You know, it's 8,000 square miles of no oxygen. That can't be good. This year's Gulf of Mexico dead zone is the largest ever recorded. Scientists warn super heat waves will get more frequent. Plus... It's not your imagination, Florida. Sea levels really are rising faster in the southeast. How can that be? We'll find out all of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Republicans used to be against lead in the drinking water. Now they're happy to poison their children if it'll make Al Gore sad. Well, he is the root of all evil. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, absolutely horrifying, disastrous news out of Sierra Leone today. Yes, it's the latest in a string of extremely deadly extreme weather disasters. In the African nation of Sierra Leone, in the town of Freetown, officials say at least 300 people were killed in the pre-dawn hours on Monday morning as a massive mudslide caused by days of torrential rains and flash floods buried residents in their homes while they slept. Officials say the death toll may get even higher. Rescue operations are underway. Is it too early to tell if there is a uh, climate change fingerprint here? Yes, it is too early for an attribution study, but these extreme torrential downpours are consistent with what scientists have predicted will happen with global warming. In Iraq, the Iraqi government has declared a mandatory holiday due to an extensive and severe heat wave. Civil servants were ordered to remain home because temperatures in the cities of Baghdad and Basra have soared to more than 124 degrees Fahrenheit for more than 10 days straight. Is the finger of climate change on that? Well, again, it is too soon to say, but it is consistent with what scientists predicted. Feels like we're starting to see a pattern here. And now yet another new study projects that such extreme heat waves will get even worse. The Joint Research Center, which is the science and research laboratory of the European Union, in a study released last week, calculated that if humanity does not cut carbon emissions on our current trajectory, we can expect what they called super heat waves to hit regularly in many parts of the world, including Europe and the United States. They say we can expect extended stretches of temperatures above 131 degrees. Mm, Man, those super heat waves? Not so super. Meanwhile, the fossil fuel industry, whose emissions cause the global warming that intensifies extreme weather events like heat waves and floods, are being subsidized by governments to the tune of more than five trillion dollars a year. In a new study, economic researchers at the International Monetary Fund combined two numbers to reach that $5 trillion, direct subsidies to consumers that keep fossil fuel prices low, and producer subsidies. That's direct and indirect payments and tax breaks given to the fossil fuel industry. And also the environmental costs of pollution and health impacts that the fossil fuel industry doesn't pay for, but governments do. The report calculates that government subsidies globally for the fossil fuel industry amount to more than 6% of global GDP. 
But we're told that renewable energy can't survive without government subsidies. <laughs> exactly. In the United States, in the Gulf of Mexico, this year's dead zone is the largest ever recorded, according to NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Dead zones are areas with no oxygen that kill whatever can't swim away fast enough. And that harms Louisiana's commercial shrimping industry. They're caused when nutrient pollution, largely from agricultural runoff like manure and fertilizer, washes into bodies of water. That creates algae blooms that use up all the oxygen. And farming is the primary culprit, according to former NOAA scientist Dan Scavia in an interview with NPR. Most of the nitrogen and phosphorus that drives this problem comes from the upper Midwest. It's coming from agriculture. You know, it's 8,000 square miles of no oxygen. That can't be good. Finally, sea levels are rising faster in Florida and other southeastern coastal states than in other parts of the world. Sea levels rise unevenly around the planet, and researchers with the University of Florida have now confirmed that between 2011 and 2015, the sea level in Cape Hatteras, North Carolina, and points farther south rose six times faster than the long-term global average. So sea levels rise at different rates even though it's the same sea? Yes, exactly, due to different underwater water geology, for example. Also, warming oceans expand. And it's hitting North Carolina and point south down to Florida. Yeah. Climate change denial country. <laughs> yes, kind of. And it's not going to get any better. Flood systems that are designed for the last 50 years are not ready for the next 50 years. We're not ready for a lot of this over the next 50 years, I'm afraid. Thank you for much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to. Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. We've got a lot of extra stories that we just don't have time for in our six minutes. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. It's a Friday.